Welcome to the Lose Weight, Live Life podcast. If you're someone who would do anything to lose weight, yet finds it impossible to stick to a diet, to eat less, or just what you think you should, this podcast is for you. I am your host, certified life and weight mindset coach, Claire McKenzie. Listen in to learn how to stop overeating, lose weight for the last time, and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love, all without diet deprivation and self-sabotage. Hi everyone and a very warm welcome to podcast episode number 118. Today I'm talking to you about life coaching for weight management. I hope you're all well. I have missed you. I had intended to take a break from the podcast but got ill with flu and a chest infection and then I was away but I am letting myself off the hook and I'm deciding to think that it was okay to take care of myself and get well again. Hopefully we can have the type of relationship like good friendship where it doesn't matter if we've not been in touch for a little while and we can just pick up right back where we left off. By the way, the relationship you have with someone or something is determined primarily by your thoughts about the person or thing. And that's true whether we're talking about the relationship you have with your parents, your partner, your children or with food, this podcast or any other aspect of your life. But that is a topic for another day. Today, I want to talk to you about the impact that life coaching has on your weight loss journey and how it massively helps you to lose weight. But, and I think more importantly, why it makes such a significant difference on your capability to then manage your weight for life and not regain the weight you've lost. So let's start by considering what is life coaching? A life coach is someone who can help you improve your life, feel better and or achieve your goals. Life coaching helps you identify what's going on in your brain when you feel unable to get the results you want or maybe you feel frustrated with your life, coaching will help. A life coach can help you recognise where you're stuck and show you exactly what needs to change when you can't see it for yourself. A life coach is like the best friend who will call you out when you're showing up in a way you don't want to, give you a little bit of tough love and also believe in you way before you may be able to believe in yourself. A life coach will help you create the life you want, whether that's helping you to feel better about existing aspects of your life, maybe by helping to alleviate some anxiety or stress or fear, or about helping you to show up the way that you want in relationships, or maybe manage money differently, or it could be that it's about helping you to let go of certain aspects of your life that you don't want, or help you create new and exciting things in your life. The mode of life coaching that I offer is causal life coaching. So causal coaching goes beyond helping you figure out what steps you need to take to achieve what you want. And it helps you gain awareness around why you haven't taken those steps already. Okay, because if we're honest, many of us know what to do and what not to do in order to achieve the life that we want or the things that we want in life. But we struggle to do what's necessary. We struggle to do both the things we need to start doing and do more of, and we may struggle to do the things we need to stop doing and do less of in order to live the life that we want. And why is that? Well, it's because we're human and it's how we're wired. We're not robots, we're complex human beings and we're designed for surviving. We're not designed to thrive and live our best life. We're just designed to get by. But most of us don't want to just get by. And how this shows up is that in it shows up in that knowing what to do or what not to do to create the results we want in our life is just not enough. 
because our basic human instincts want to keep us from making changes. In just the same way that most people who are overweight know how to eat in order to lose that weight, but aren't eating that way, even though they may be desperate to lose weight, you may find equally that you are not doing other things you want to do to create what you want in your life. For example, maybe you're not saving for that dream travel adventure, even though you've told yourself over and over again, you want to save up for it. Or you're not starting a new hobby because you're human and you're maybe unknowingly holding yourself back because the idea of it is something that feels uncomfortable or a little bit scary. And you will have very good reasons in your brain, in your mind, as to why you're not doing these things. Okay, so it's not like you're just not doing them and you you kind of sort of like are just stuck without really knowing. You'll have really good reasons and they'll feel like the truth to you. Essentially, we get in our own way, though. And it's because of our programming and our subconscious mind and the fact that our brain fills in the gaps and tells us all of the reasons why we shouldn't do the things that will ultimately get us what we want. And it's because of how we think it will feel to do those things. Okay. And we avoid feeling any sort of negative emotion. We always want to feel better. So for example, the reason you don't stick to a diet, and by the way, I'm not suggesting that you should diet, but the reason we don't stick to diets is because we hate feeling deprived. And we think, we tell ourselves, we can't eat what we want. And the reason maybe that you don't do things that will give you the promotion that you desire is because it feels uncomfortable to speak up more in meetings and to put yourself forward for taking on more visibility or responsibility. It's normal to have a fear of standing out. Public speaking is the number one fear that people have. Now, I'm talking about these examples in sort of very generalistic ways. You will have your own unique set of programming that has led you to tell the story that you tell yourself about why it is you're not doing what you're not doing. So, you know, for me, the reason that I didn't lose weight, I was telling myself for years was because I didn't have enough time. Sure, I didn't want to go on diets and feel deprived, but ultimately, even if I had been prepared to do that, I told myself I hadn't got time to focus on it. So causal coaching helps you figure out what is personally going on for you in your mindset, the thoughts and feelings that you're having that are holding you back from doing the things that will get you what you want, or that are holding you back from stopping doing the things that will get you what you want. And many of these behaviours we have that are essentially about us being in our own way, we can trace back to how we've evolved as humans. When we consider other mammals in the wild, standing out, for example, means you're far more likely to become the prey of another animal. And being rejected by the pack means you're far more likely to stand out. If you're pushed away, you're not protected by the pack or the herd. Even when we think about it, about the reason why we do things for others, even though we may rather not do them, it's because of how uncomfortable it will feel to tell the person that we don't want to do whatever it is. And again, we can relate it to maybe a fear of rejection and being pushed away from the pack or the herd, which would put us at a greater risk of survival. Remember, we're programmed to survive, not to thrive. All right. We don't see animals in the wild thinking about whether or not they're happy and achieving their dreams. They're just trying to survive. And that's what we're programmed to do as well. So causal life coaching, which is incredibly transformational and empowering, helps you figure out your programming that's going on in your brain. It helps you understand what's going on in your personal subconscious mind and in your body. And when I refer to your body in this context, I'm talking about emotions, the feelings that you have that are vibrations in your body. 
Because once you're aware of what's going on, once you realize it's a part of being a human and it's not a flaw, it's not your own failing, you can stop wishing you were different and accept that you're just human. And that, of course, is the way it is. And then once you have this awareness and you understand what's going on and you're not sort of like don't have this layer of guilt or just self-judgment across anything, then you can start to put strategies in place to overcome and change your default programming. So these aren't strategies that are about do X, Y and Z and you'll achieve what you want. These are strategies to help you understand how to hack your own brain, how to tell a different story, the thoughts in your mind, how to have different thoughts about this than you normally have. And when you think differently, you'll feel differently. And all of a sudden it will all become so much easier because you're feeling inspired or motivated or empowered or even just capable and confident. Remember you're programmed to avoid things that make you uncomfortable or feel difficult. And that not because you're strong, not strong, sorry, or not determined enough, but because you're human. And that's how us humans, along with other mammals, are wired. It's how we are designed. And we can simplify all of this and say it's ultimately about wanting to feel better and wanting to avoid feeling worse. And to our unmanaged mind and our subconscious, the discomfort we've managed to experience and survive is always going to be preferable to the unknown discomfort of doing something different, okay? So you may be unhappy in a job or in a relationship or in the body that you have, but if you've been there a while and survived, you're surviving, okay? And your unconscious programming is working against you changing. You're unknowingly keeping yourself stuck because of the fear of challenging, negative or difficult feelings you will experience by going for whatever it is that you want whether it's the promotion, whether it's ending the relationship or adopting a healthy eating and exercise regime. You may tell yourself it's too hard or that you don't have what it takes. And this is when a life coach who has a practice of causal coaching can help you. And they can help you discover that you can totally feel those negative emotions that you're worried about and survive. And they can help you discover that actually you might not need to experience them at all. There's lots of different strategies that you can employ. Either way, you more easily discover that you can have what you want in life, whether it's the promotion, the improved relationship, or the new relationship, or enjoyment of being alone, or relationship with food that you love that enables you to be the way that you want to be. Because you are adaptable. How you think and feel about something one minute can change the next. Notice this for yourself. Notice how you think and feel about different aspects of your life right now, and then reflect and see if you've always felt that way. When did you go from feeling excited and enthusiastic about your job to hating it, for example? When did you become bored and depleted by your relationship instead of thinking it was the most amazing, exciting thing ever? Being aware of when and why you eat to feel better is not addressed in dieting and healthy eating programs. Even many health coach type approaches to losing weight don't address the life stuff. They purely focus on food and exercise. Once you're aware that most of your overeating is because you want to feel better, you can start to observe and identify what's going on for you. The thing is, if you weigh more than you want, it's likely that one of the reasons is that eating, the way that you do, has become something you do to help you cope, or it's something that's so far down your priority list, you've not given any consideration to your own wellness needs as you focus on everything else in your life. 
And whether you're doing one or both of these, it may be so normal that you don't even recognize it. So examples of this might look like eating or drinking in the evening to treat yourself or to relax, grabbing something sweet in the afternoon at work after a stressful meeting, being upset by something someone said to you and deciding to look for something to eat in the fridge, not having any time in your day to consciously choose what to eat and mindlessly grabbing anything that can be eaten in an instant, not eating anything all day because you're too busy and then grazing on foods whilst you prepare your evening meal. Now, each of these would be insignificant in isolation, but when they are your everyday go-to, they are enough to create a different weight or relationship with food than the one that you want. Now, life coaching will help you increase your awareness of all of these things that are going on, as well as to helping you figure out how you want to fill the gap that food is, is solving for you. So for example, how you want to relax in your life so that you can do so in a way that doesn't lead you to be less healthy or less happy because you're eating more than you want to. It will help you figure out how you want to handle stress. It will help you figure out what's going on when you're upset because somebody said something. And life coaching will help you figure out what's going on when you think you don't have enough time to take care of yourself by eating well. And the causal approach to life coaching, as I mentioned before, doesn't just help you put non-food alternatives in place to reward yourself, manage stress, handle criticism or self-judgment or create more time. Okay. Yes, absolutely. That is a part of the solution. That's a very sort of like action part of the solution, but it's only a part of it. The other part is using your brain, mind and emotions to help you solve at the causal level so that you feel the need to reward yourself less often because you're happy doing what you do more of the time. So you've got less need to reward yourself because the other times have not been difficult or you feel less stress, you feel stressed less frequently and you stop judging yourself. When you solve these problems, all of a sudden you find yourself turning to food as the solution to avoid feeling negative emotion or create positive emotion far less frequently. You can then start to address the balance and consciously decide when you want to use food to help you to feel better and when you want to learn and adopt different strategies. And when we're talking about eating to feel better, know that there's nothing wrong with eating to feel better. You shouldn't think, oh my goodness, I should never eat to feel better. Whether we call it eating to feel better or emotional eating, that's what we're designed to do as humans, just like other mammals. If eating didn't feel good, we wouldn't eat and we'd die. But when you're a different weight to the weight you want to be, when you're emotionally or physically unhealthy because of the weight that you are and you want to change that, then it's time to look at rebalancing the extent to which you eat to feel better. It's not about stopping it. It's just about getting it in balance in a way that works for you. And of course, just denying yourself the food, which is what we try and do when we stick to a diet, leaves you feeling awful. And that's because you're not understanding what's going on. You're not realizing it's not about the food. It's about how the food changes how you're feeling, whether the food is giving you more positive emotion or helping you to avoid negative emotion. So an example of creating more positive emotion could be when something positive happens, you want to celebrate with food and drink because it heightens or extends those positive feelings even more. Or the, an example of creating positive emotion could be you having a difficult day at work and treating yourself with some chocolate and a glass of wine in the evening. It's helping you shift from feeling depleted to feeling pleasure or maybe relaxed. And then an example of how we use food to help us avoid negative emotion might look like you feeling annoyed or frustrated and eating to numb or escape those feelings. 
you might not even get a positive feeling from the eating. It might even feel like self-sabotage and not feel good, but you're unknowingly choosing not to feel the annoyance or the frustration. Now, if you're curious about what I've spoken about here today, if you're wondering about the correlation between your eating and what is going on for you in other parts of your life where you're looking to eat to feel better, to create more positive emotion or numb out or escape the negative emotion, what are the next steps for you? Where do you go from here? And what I suggest you do next, if you're curious about this, is I suggest you start with observing for a few days. Anytime you eat or drink, just write down the time and put next to it what you have. Not necessary to get detailed with weighing or amounts or counting calories, definitely not. Just make it as quick and easy for you to do as possible. And also decide not to judge yourself. That's not going to be useful and will get in the way. So practice letting go of any thoughts that you have about what you've eaten and what's good or bad. We want to let all of that go. It's never going to be useful. Just get into the habit of writing down what you're eating. And once you have started doing that, once you're in the habit of starting to do that, then I want you to observe and ask yourself, why did I eat it? Why did I want that food? Why did I have that food? Ask yourself whether you were hungry. Ask yourself whether it was out of habit or was it because you wanted to feel better? The key thing here is just to be curious and fascinated about the reasons you eat. When do you eat for nourishment? Because you're physically hungry. And when do you eat to feel better? Just start by becoming aware of that. And once you are more aware, you can then start to be more curious and look at what's going on when you want to eat to feel better. This is when you can start to look for whether it may be about, for example, alleviating stress or boredom. Or are you wanting to eat to give yourself pleasure as a treat or reward? These are the really, really common ones. They're so they're just normal. But it's really useful to you for you to have an insight of it because it's something that is so normal to you, you're not even seeing it. Are you wanting to eat to give yourself a break from the thoughts in your head or how you feel in your body? Just having this awareness, which you may never have had before, and pairing that awareness with compassion and self-love and curiosity will help you be more conscious about the food decisions you make. And of course, if you would like to, if you're curious about this, if you would like help with this, then I would love you to join us in the Lose Weight Live Life Academy, where we work through this process step by step, week by week, and you have the option to share whatever comes up for you through live weekly coaching or by sharing in written form and having me make coaching suggestions for you in response to that. When you enroll in the academy, not only do you have the option of getting live coaching weekly, as well as coaching help and support on creating the relationship with food that you want and that you will love, you also get access to an array of tools to help you adopt a causal coaching philosophy to help you make changes in your life, in any area of your life. And these tools include videos, which are also available on a private podcast link to give you options for how you listen to or watch them. And also there are worksheets to help you apply what you learn. And we teach you everything that you need to know to create a relationship with food, yourself and your life that you love through helping you adopt and apply basic principles that you can apply to anything, such as one of them is called how to solve any problem. Things like how to set and achieve a goal, how to make decisions. And we also dive deep into specific areas, such as your relationships with other people and your relationship with time. And your relationship with time is actually what we're focusing on this month inside of the academy. So if you think that you struggle to lose weight because you haven't got time, which was totally me, or if you struggle to find the energy or headspace to lose weight because you're constantly overwhelmed, 
or even if you keep putting off focusing on losing weight because it doesn't feel like the right time, also me, do come and join us for the work this month because it's going to help you get unstuck and move forward on your weight loss journey. Now, the classes we have this month on time include your time mindset. Is it a help or a hindrance? Procrastination and overwhelm. There's another class on get it done. There's a class that asks the question, what are you avoiding and exploring that with you? And then the other one we have this month is going from chaos to calm and it's about getting organized. If you want to find out more about these classes and what we cover in each of them, and you want to find out about the Food for Thought program, and you want to find out about what else is happening in the Academy this month, then go to www.thebestyou.coach forward slash March 23. And from there, if you are then interested, you will also be able to enroll. Or if you know you want to enroll, you can also go directly to www.thebestyou.coach forward slash enroll and sign up there. Thank you so much for being here and for listening to me today. I hope you have an amazing week or an amazing weekend, depending on when you're listening. And I look forward to speaking to you next time. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and are ready to live a more intentional life, lose weight as a part of that journey and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love, then I would be honored to have you join the Lose Weight Live Life Academy membership and coach with me. The program offers different levels of support to suit you including self-paced learning, twice-weekly calls, private coaching, an amazingly caring community, and lots more. Find out all the details about when and how you can join at www.thebestyou.coach forward slash coaching.